slash email, babies and gentlemen. I'm Jeff. <laughs> I'm Josh. And uh, we're going to read your emails and tell you what we think about them. Hopefully yeah, there are kid. no stinkers. No stinkers, only thinkers. That's That should be our motto on M-Class email. No stinkers, no. only thinkers. Did you ever notice, look, I don't want to suck my own dick. Sure. I wish I could. Suck it right off. Did you ever notice how good I am at mottos? You know, I have noticed this about you. It's a I'm, skill that I'm jealous of. Well, that's why I'm here. Well, if you could do it, then I wouldn't be needed. <laughs> the show would be better. <laughs> I really don't think so. The show would be amazing. You have like 2 million listeners. No. The the reason why we have 2,000 listeners is because you're on the show. No! From the desk of Zach Blagvarg. <laughs> okay. Hi, Trek boys. Hello. First time, long time. What an Ooh. episode, huh? Agreed. Tro- Troy's one job is to tell everyone when weird brain stuff happens, so when she gets a bosom-heaving song stuck in her head, she neglects to tell anyone. Bosom-heaving song. Nice dress, though. I don't know what makes a song bosom-heaving. I, I don't either. <laughs> it's a good-ass question. Uh, on a completely unrelated note, what have what are some of your most your favorite most rewatchable movies? Movies that are one hundred percent entertaining, no matter how many times you watch them. I know Jeff and I have the same one. Uh, it's uh, the same one. Uh, what is it? You go. You go first. Oh no! <laughs> you know what it is. I don't. You tell me what it is. Demolition Man. Oh fuck yeah! Of course, Demolition Man is endlessly watchable. Demolition Man. The Fifth Element, Fifth Element for sure is amazing. Like you, I could watch that movie four times in a row. I don't care. That's a, a movie I literally watched twice in a row recently. Is Princess Mononoke? Yo, that's that's weird because I for the first time watched My Neighbor Totoro. That's such a cute little movie, and it's fucking. Dude, I was so nervous the mom was going to die. Yeah, I was too, actually. I had to look it up. I was like, is this fucking lady going to die? No, not in Totoro. That can't happen. It's too nice. That movie is just like chill out as fuck. Yeah, it's it's an enchanting movie is what it is. It's beautiful. Cat uh, bus? Fuck yes. uh, Princess Mononoke is not like that at all. No, Princess Mononoke, (laughs) no. I have a VHS of that somewhere. I have a Blu-ray. Like what? Metal, like a metal case Blu-ray collector's edition that Crystal got me. This dude's living in 3008. It's so <laughs> fucking cool, man. No, like the, cool. the box is like this like rose red pink. Yeah. And it has like embossed like Princess Mononoke on the front of it. That movie's great. I haven't seen it in a long time. It's my favorite Ghibli movie. It They're might all be my on favorite, HBO. Might be my favorite animated movie, honestly. Really? Princess. I like Princess Mononoke more than I like uh, Spirited Away. Yeah, I do too. Spirited Away's good. Uh, I think Spirited Away is so popular in America because it's the one that got a theatrical release first. Yeah, it was in the theater. Yeah. Um... Princess Mononoke is my favorite. Probably like Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind is like my second favorite. Um, Gillian Anderson's The Wolf, right? Yeah. Princess. I, I always I always watch the sub though with the Japanese voices. Oh, I do. I'm a heathen and I watch a That's dub. That's fine. It's a good dub. That's all that matters. Like I, I've never watched Cowboy Bebop without the dub. 
because it's a perfect no, dub. The, the dub's better. I um, that's like a I'm gonna we're gonna lose patrons. That's fine. <laughs> uh, well, we might lose patrons if I say this. I I don't watch Dragon Ball Z or Dragon. I watch Dragon Ball subbed, but I won't watch yeah. Dragon Ball Z because I cannot stand Goku's voice as an adult. No, it drives his voice me nuts. Is, his, same thing with Spike. Like that's his like the American yeah. Spike is Spike, right? Absolutely. For me, for I know it's not, but um. But what other movies like uh, the Big Lebowski? I've watched like a million yeah. times. There's a, I mean, there's a ton, right? Uh, like Friday, Prince I'll watch yeah, Friday like uh, a million first, times over. The first Friday is amazing. Um, Princess else? Bride, Ghostbusters, uh, Princess Bride, um, Goonies, for Beverly sure. Hills Cop. Yes, both first two Beverly Hills Cops. <laughs> They're both great. Yep. Tons of movies like that that I'll watch over and over and over again. Um, a movie I want to watch over and over again that I haven't gotten to is Mad Max Fury Road. I've, on, oh I've my only God. Seen, I saw it in the theater and I saw it on TV. I went with Mike to watch it in the theater the first time, and it was full. And the right after that storm, the the sandstorm scene, yeah. the the theater you could hear a pin drop and. And some lady went, oh, like, it gives me chills because, yeah. like, people were like, they had never seen a movie before. It was like showing people, like, the, the train coming at them, like, right? We were we were in the theater and it was packed. And uh, when it started, people were sort of talking like they normally do. Yeah. And, like, the beginning scene where Mad Max gets captured happened. Yeah. And at the end of it, when the title came up, it was dead fucking silent. That Everyone movie, was just like, oh dude, my god. It's a masterpiece. That it movie is, is amazing. <laughs> if, if anyone ever thought that an action movie couldn't be a masterpiece, yeah. show them that. It, it, like, it's, perf- it's a perfect movie. It's just perfect. Absolutely. Um, a few of, of uh, Zach Blagvarg's... <laughs> Blogvarg, Blogvarg, probably. Yes, are uh, of the cl- Connecticut Blogvargs. Uh, Clueless, Hot Fuzz, and my cousin Vinny. Clueless, I haven't seen Clueless in a long. I, I have time. watched Clueless quite often. That's a really good movie. I saw Clueless in that movie theater. God, you're old. Oh um, no. <laughs> what was the other one? Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz is great. Yeah, Hot Fuzz and my cousin, and Vinny, my cousin Vinny, which I've only seen once, but it's funny. Yeah, it's a good movie. <laughs> uh, of course, I'll go to bat for watching RoboCop a million times, but that's my favorite. Yeah, fuck movie. yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, definitely. all three of them extended editions. It gotta be extended. HBO, what the fuck are you doing with the not extended yeah, editions? Yeah, what the fuck, dude? Like, get Netflix fucking has real. The same shit. They're not extended editions. I don't understand this. Why would you not have? What the fuck, dude? If you're setting aside. Eight hours to watch <laughs> yeah. the unextended editions. Yeah, you can set you can aside set twelve like hours to watch the total. <laughs> Yo, here's the thing: I'm not gonna buy the extended editions. Like, I'm just going to steal we, them. We have the extended editions. I'm not going. I'm going to pirate them. I'm not going to buy them. So you're not keeping anything from me. Just buy them, Josh. Fucking come get me, FBI. <laughs> let let uh, Gandalf know that you love his movie and pay Gandalf. for more of his pipe weed. <laughs> Gandalf, I love your movie. <laughs> like every we have a tradition, like once a year, we sit down yes. and we watch all of the Lord of the Rings extended editions, and 
we have this uh, we have not a tradition where we end up doing it twice in a year <laughs> not a tradition <laughs> Yeah. It just happens. It just happens because those movies yeah. are fucking incredible. I did it on Christmas this year because we were quarantined Christmas. I like, didn't go anywhere, right? So yeah. We did, I it just on, um, we did it on New Year. Oh, that's cool. I, think. I like to do the uh, Twilight Zone marathon on the New Year. Oh, that's great. Sci fi has idea. it. Yeah. Um, Gremlins. I could watch Gremlins a million <laughs> Gremlins. times. Gremlins. Oh, my God. Or, um,. Uh, Tremors. I can watch Tremors anytime. That the movie first is so Tremors. fucking funny. The first one's really good, and yes. then the, all the other ones are so bad. They're so terrible. Yeah. The first one is good because of the two lead actors. Yeah, That's Kevin why they're Bacon so good. And the other guy. Kevin Bacon and uh, Extremely Handsome Man. Yeah, other guy. I think he's in City Slickers? Is that him? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of two um, different guys. He finishes out the email by saying, thanks for the Trek fun, and as always, I destroyed the Who's Knock. Not just the men, but the women and children, too. <laughs> Ensign Zach Blogvarg of the USS Elemento P. <laughs> yes, we destroyed the first 15 ships for the sake of this joke. <laughs> <laughs> the USS Elemento P-A. It's the Elemento... P. Oh, P. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. oh the P is... So okay. they destroyed the first 15 of them so they could Whew. do that joke. Why even build them at that point? <laughs> Our next email is from Lieutenant Brendan Riley to the Turek Boys. Turek Boys! Wait, so you're telling me I could become one of those boys that do the M-Class podcast for as little as a dollar? <laughs> You mean all we have to do is go on over to www.patreon.com slash mclasspodcast and pledge as little as a dollar <laughs> and immediately gain access to all the benefits and privileges, like bonus podcasts and the Discord? Oh, Why? yeah. That sounds like an amazing bargain if I ever heard one. <laughs> It was italic. He gave me no direction on that voice. It was just italics. So, you well, you did great. <laughs> now, as the certified art therapist on the USS Van Gogh, I agree with Ensign Henderson's comments on my previous transmission. Art therapy is indeed a u useful for people suffering from various forms of trauma. To that end, I would like to clarify that our vessel is a primarily a medical ship, specializing in a variety of therapies, from classic Jungian psychoanalysis to new experimental techniques. As long as it's not that Freud guy. That guy sucked. It's true. While we've had limited success with our Tellarite physical therapist and Vulcan <laughs> counselor... <laughs> that would probably be awesome, though. Uh, we remain hopeful that something could be gained from their alien perspectives. However, I'm happy to inform you that we've recently begun experimenting with guest speakers. I'm happy to reveal Ooh. that the ever-dashing and charismatic Commander Crash Space Danger has generously agreed to speak to some of our patients. What? With the overwhelming majority of them responding positively. <laughs> you mean the you guy that? that's been crashing in our space basement for like six months since the last yeah. email he sent? He keeps eating my fucking like double fudge ice cream. It's like, bro, that's my like... Special occasion ice cream. That's my me time ice cream. Yeah, that's my bathtub ice cream. I, there's just white and blue hairs all over the bathroom floor all the time. 
Yeah, that's kind of gross. <laughs> Clean up after yourself, damn it. Goes well with the orange, though, you know? Uh, and so, to cap things off, here's my peyote. <laughs> Deep Space Nine. Set after the events of Arman Bashir, Garrick approaches Julian about joining him again, except this time he offers to play the villain in future Hollow adventures. <laughs> Bashir reluctantly agrees, and we're shown a montage of moments from the various classic Bond films, including Garrick in the role of Blofeld, dropping Bashir into a pool of piranhas, Escaramanga, <laughs> where he shoots him with the golden gun, and Franz Sanchez, where he feeds him into the compactor. <laughs> Afterwards, at a table in Quark's bar, Dr. Bashir argues that Garrick is too good in the role of the villain, saying that he's unbeatable. Yeah, like however, he can't win. However, <laughs> other members of the station's senior crew can't help but be lured by the possibility that they might be able to defeat Garrick, including Kira, Dax, and reluctantly Worf. Uh, this is fun. This is kind of like this, the uh, Ocean's Eleven episode, it right? Is. In the end, Captain Sisko gets so annoyed by the grumblings of his senior staff that he agrees to face off against the Cardassian in an original Bond-style spy adventure. <laughs> that's gr- I'm going to pitch that for sure. Yeah, that's great. That's, that's great. great. <laughs> uh, thanks, thanks for the email, Lieutenant Brandon Riley. Yeah, that was awesome. Hell yeah. I want to see that episode very badly now. <laughs> Our next email is from Metroid Mar- Mike. Oh, jeez, what, another Aliens? Oof, it's a longin'. Um, it, it's entitled <laughs> The Bloody Phantom Outside the Head Shop, so you know it's going to be a good one. This is real. This has really happened. Afternoon, Jeff. How's the yard looking? <laughs> uh, yardly. That's the name of my uh, 11th grade history teacher. Cool. I think I've seen that before. Shouldn't be a big deal. Maybe just water it more. Yeah. Afternoon, Josh. How many ghosts did you see today? Six. Cool, me too. Thank you both for enjoying my truly insane state. Why are we like this? Who knows, but at least we get good stories. It's too flat, that's why. Does something to your brain. The next Oklahoma tale is the bloody phantom outside of the head shop. The theremin plays. It literally says he wrote theremin noise. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah he knows. <laughs> it was about 1 a.m. I just got off work as my college's janitor. Shout out to floor number two for always keeping their bathrooms tidy. Way to go, floor number two. You win a prize. I was headed back home and I needed to stop for gas. So I pulled into the Circle K. No cougars at this one. Something something is terribly wrong at the Circle K. What is it? What's that? I fucked it up. Go ahead. <laughs> I was pretty much by myself besides the clerk inside. I didn't live in the best area. So I typically kept to myself and people would leave me alone. But I guess I just have one of them honest and trusting faces because out of nowhere I hear a voice behind me. It's a man's voice and he says, Hey brother, can you help me? It's a phantom. Don't turn around. And I'm not the biggest asshole, so my reaction to turn around and see how I can help. And I audibly gasped. The man is in a teal robe and tattered clothing. His forehead is cut and bleeding everywhere. His nose is cut on the bridge. My guess is that it's broken. His eyes were crazy bloodshot and dilated. This dude was fucked up. He's tweaking, baby. I grab some paper towels out of my car and I hand them to him. He takes them and says thank you. I asked how I can help. He points to the head shop across the street. What is a head shop? Oh, I get it. Okay. He points to the head shop across the street and says, those guys in there wouldn't sell me a lighter and pipe. Could you go in and buy one for me? 
Okay. I said, friend, it's 1 a.m. No one is in there. I can't. Yeah. Get, I can go inside and get you a lighter, but you need an ambulance. <laughs> yeah. His response: No, no, they're they're out behind the shop. They work there, though. Nah, I ain't doing that. I still declined. I told him I'd take him inside and call an ambulance. The man is clearly higher than giraffe pussy. <laughs> the way you read that is amazing. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't care for that. Because <laughs> it's high up. Get it? I get it. It's high off the ground. I get it. I just How don't do like it. it? <laughs> and very hurt. He said he just ne- wanted his pipe and lighter. So I went inside and said we need to call an ambulance. The, lung- the young clerk behind the counter said, for who? When I looked outside, the meth ghost man was gone. He's a ghost, dude. I said there's a man outside who's very hurt. We both went outside and couldn't find him in the immediate area. He asked who it was. I described him. About my height, possibly late 20s, early 30s, brown, short hair, very messed up, possibly broken nose and such. The clerk said, it sounds like the guy they took in the ambulance this morning. He looked so messed up, there's no way he was alive. What? Man, that clerk was fucking with you. (laughs) Large Marge sent me. We both kind of paused and laughed at the prospect. I got in my car after finishing the filled up and cruised around for a minute. I couldn't find him. I went home and told my roommates. They said they'd he- they'd heard about the beat down on the news. I never saw him again. Dude, you got ghosted. Mm-hmm. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, dude. You missed your chance. You could have asked him for three wishes. Fucking Mulder and Scully. If you, you ask the meth ghost for three wishes, he has to give them to you. It's true. It's it's meth ghost. Uh, it, meth ghost lore. It's true. You sh- you probably should have called Mulder and Scully. Honestly. Yeah, and Scully would have been like, Mulder, what are we doing in Oklahoma? <laughs> and Mulder would have been like, I don't know, sugar tits. <laughs> I don't know, but we have a kid somehow. We, we never got, saw that happen though. We got we got to solve this case while I talk about having sex with you a lot. I get the vibrating bed now. (laughs) Sun Tzu's Art of War number 11. Rub some fuck on it, baby. Woo! That's what he said. (laughs) P.S. You guys ever wonder how Captain Janeway doesn't fully understand what an automobile is, but then can specifically (laughs) identify horse shit by smelling it? What a weird superpower. I always think that that's kind of weird, too, with, like, Picard. Like, I, I don't know. There's, like, a weird, like, are they more agrarian now? Like, did we go back to, oh, like, yeah. horses and stuff? For uh, sure. I don't know. Like, Picard ride horse. rides horses all the goddamn time. Yeah, he goes back to get his saddle, and he stumbles upon not Tuvok. Uh, this is signed, Chief Engineer Metroid Mike of the USS. That's what we were just talking about. It's weird. Thanks for that email, Mike. Hopefully you don't get fucking uh, Casper the Unfriendly Ghosted. Dude, that ghost is following you around. <laughs> it ditched immediately. It's not following. <laughs> it was like, this dude ain't gonna get me a pipe. <laughs> don't let a ghost fly up your pee hole. Yeah, that's that burns really bad. You gotta drink some cranberry juice. Our next email is from Fresh Rye, and it's entitled USS Ernest Prize E, which is ingenious. <laughs> <laughs> know what I mean, Picard? 
USS Copyright TM. Oh, hi there, Trek boys. I just got done watching a holodeck copy of First Blood, but with every single character replaced with Steve Urkel. <laughs> and yes, he did do that. Oh my god, is that Any- real? Anyway, I decided to recast TNG with celebrities from the 80s and 90s, because fuck it, I did. Sure. Rowan Adkinson as Jean-Luc Picard. No. Bruce Willis as William Riker. What? Fran Drescher as Dr. Beverly Crusher. Oh, jeez. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bronson Pinchot as Data. Cousin Balky. That makes um, a lot of sense. I would. That's that makes sense to me. Basically the same guy. Tiny Lister as Worf. <laughs> Tiny Lister. He's dead. Oh, rest in peace. Um, that's Alfonso Ribeiro as Jordy LaForge. <laughs> <laughs> Carlton. Uh, Jackie Harry as Deanna Troy. Oh my God. Jackie Harry. Jack Jack Hay. Jack Hay. Uh, from oh. yeah, from uh, a bunch of stuff. Jesus. Jack Hay. What was Jack Hay not in in the nineties? Uh I'd be fine with that. <laughs> yeah. Tiffany. Is in like the eighties singer yeah, Tiffany? Tiffany is Tasha yeah. Yar? No. I think we're alone now. Yeah, she's doesn't she, seem to be any mm. rape crews around. Mm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Pauly Shore as Wesley Crusher. That would be better. It would be an upgrade for sure. Hey, Captain Picard, it's me, the Weasel. Captain Weasel, the (laughs) Jet. Set that cheddar. (laughs) Oh, my God. And Jim Varney as Q. (laughs) That would be really, really cool. Fucking Ernest. He's just playing Ernest. He's just him, yeah. But he's a Q. Know what I mean, Picard? Know what I mean? Hope you boys enjoy this list slash prompt to recast TNG. Where's Urkel? To judge my not. Yeah, where is Urkel, sir? Sir, where is Urkel? Urkel is Jaleel White as Wesley Crusher. Yeah. Way better. Way better show. And he plays Stefan Urkel. And he just gets laid all the time. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) He gets laid more than Jordy. Oh, man. Especially if Carlton was playing Jordy. Dude, right? (laughs) He can dance like crazy. Well, gotta run. Me and some friends are gonna watch a holodeck copy of Three Men and a Baby starring Desi Arnaz, Mahatma Gandhi, and Optimus Primal. (laughs) We were just talking about Optimus Primal. That's so weird. That is so fucking weird. I think this keeps happening because we have such a limited pool of horse shit that we're always talking yeah, about. Yeah, but how do we get from where we were, right? Like, we were talking about, like, phot- photography, right? Yes. And then we talked about Optimus Primal. What is the uh, What are the odds that that synchronicity happened? I think right? we just talk about a lot of the same horse shit. <laughs> but why is he talking about Optimus Primal? Uh, I've never talked about Optimus Primal. I'm pretty sure I have. That doesn't make sense. It's a cosmic coincidence. It's fucking the Matrix, dude. We're in it. Uh, signed Lieutenant Fresh Rye aboard the USS. Why do I keep getting transferred between ships every email? I don't know. You're either good or bad at your job. <laughs> uh, our next email is from Fafedco. Fafedco. And it's entitled Soup. 
I love soup. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Josh. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I like soup. What's your favorite soup? Oh, this is a fucking hard one. Mm. So two days ago, I had spinach and sausage with potato soup, and it was amazing. Oh, that sounds so good. Yeah, it was fucking good, right? Um, my mouth is watering just thinking about it. Well, Fedco's favorite is extra thick potato soup with chunks of ham. Yes, that chunks it of has potatoes to be, has and to be cheddar thick. spread on top. Man, that's good as hell. That's a good choice. It has to be thick though. I don't want no watery ass potato soup. Like I really fucking love Italian wedding soup. Yeah, that's good. It has like the meatballs in it. Yeah, matzo ball soup is one of my favorites. Yeah, too. matzo ball soup is good. Um, I fucking love minestrone. Minestrone, yeah, that's good. I love all um, soup except potato French soup onion. is fucking great. Oh, tomato soup can suck my dick though. Tomato soup's okay. I'd I'd most rather have any other soup than tomato soup. Yeah, I'd rather have like miso soup. Uh, classic like well-made chicken noodle is always gonna be on the list somewhere with chunky chick, chunky some chunky chick. chick in it. You know about that chunky chick? Big old carrots. Ooh yeah. I'm so hungry. I know. Me <laughs> too, dude. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to choose uh, Italian wedding soup. Well, actually, maybe um, French onion soup with, like, the cheese on top. Oh, I don't like French onion soup. I love French onion soup. It's, like, too much for me. Broccoli cheddar Broccoli isn't even a soup. soup. It's, Yo, like, a fucking gooey mess. Delicious. That's the Panera soup. That's, like, the yes. number one Panera soup. It's really good. It is good. Uh, destroys my insides, but it's good. Well, yeah, that's not good for you. Uh, I'm going to choose Italian wedding soup. I'm going to choose any soup except tomato. <laughs> that's a cop-out, sir. Uh, if I if I had to pick one... There's a gun to your head. That potato soup, with that sounded amazing. It like, does I sound would, really I good. I would eat the... I want that right now. I tried my hardest not to just choose the... <laughs> well, I, I need it. I need it. Um, speaking, I just said there's a gun to your head. There's, there's like a thing going around that's like, what is the most, like, insane opening line to a song ever? And I Uh, think it might be the Pet Shop Boys West Side Girls. What's the opening line? Sometimes you're better off dead. There's a gun in your hand that's pointed at your head. Yeah, that makes sense. That's him just like rapping that part, right? Yeah, like, and I yeah. was like, "What the fuck?" When I first Sometimes paid attention to it, yeah, yeah, I'd heard that song a million times before, and the first time I paid attention to it, I was like, "Wow!" Well, they they throw the switcheroo in there because then the the chorus it's like, oh, something 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 right like it's like the real whole song happy. is about being like a delinquent piece of shit in a small town where no one will like give you the time of day, especially the girls from the other side of town. Oh, those other side of town girls, am I right? Like, uh, he's, he, like, calls as a barroom brawl and then runs from the police and hides from them. In a small town, that's stupid. They're gonna yeah. know who you are. For those fucking West End girls. <laughs> fucking West End girls. Uh, our next email is from Alston L. Hello. And it's entitled, It's hard writing emails with a cat all up in your shit. Agreed. Yeah, try hosting a podcast. Yeah. I was going to say, try doing this show. <laughs> a dearest Trek boys. Hello. It's your boy, Austin L., back at it again with a new email. Welcome back. Welcome back, Austin. 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 
So I usually listen to new episodes on my commute to and from work. However, on occasion, I'll save them for the weekend drive with my fiance, who now has a very surface-level knowledge about the podcast. Nice. The reason I bring this up is she cannot for the life of her remember your names. It's pretty tough. According to her, Josh is guy with laugh. Yeah, that makes sense. And and Jeff is host guy. Why am I guy with laugh? I know I I laugh a lot (laughs) because I'm having a great time. When I asked about why Jeff is host guy when you're both hosts, she responded with, I don't know. It always sounds like laugh guy is just there for the ride. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I don't see a problem with any of this. Damn it, laugh guy. (laughs) Host, carry me. This this show is half and half. You Austin L's fiance. Mrs. Austin L. Future Mrs. L. Anyway. Oh god, I laughed. Oh shit. Oh god, you're in t- you're oh, laugh guy. I'm in too deep. Shit. Uh, you you have a fun laugh is why. It's a very infectious fun laugh. I'm not going to not laugh when I'm having a good time. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to Anyway, here's some marriage advice from somebody who's never been married. Let's, let's hear it. You're going to need that laugh through the hard times. Through <laughs> sickness and in health. <laughs> You're going to need to laugh through it. The way you said that, I heard the TM next to the hard times. Hard times. You're going to need that through the hard times. <laughs> anyway, in the in the spirit of the above anecdote, do you have any stories of trying to introduce a significant other to your hobby or interest only for them to give the equivalent of response of, that's nice, honey? Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't remember uh, them because, like, I probably just forgot about them at some like I was like, ah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, Crystal and I have a lot in common, but we have, like, way more things that... I have way more things that I'm into that she has absolutely no interest yeah. in. So, yeah, that's healthy. Uh, it is healthy to have it your is. own interests and your it own is. things that you do, for sure. Yes. <laughs> um, and I'm, there are definitely times when she's telling me something, and I'm like, like, about something she's into, and I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It goes both ways, right? Yeah, and I I think like showing the basic level of interest in what your significant other is excited to tell you is like yeah. important. I'm a really good listener, like yeah. I really am. And, you're gonna uh, need that for the hard times. You're gonna need that for the hard times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, but there are times, obviously, when I'm like, yeah. <laughs> But it's uh, good to listen, and you learn something from each other, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. I don't know everything. Not yet. Another example is when I was trying to explain the game Path of Exile to her, which ultimately resulted in a response of, this just sounds like Microsoft Excel installed in a slot machine. Yeah, And she's really not wrong. Yes. That's, uh, what's that, that MMO? Eve? Eve Online? Eve Online, yeah. Excel's the That's the, the stock market. Oh, God. <laughs> I just I don't know why you would turn a video game into the stock market, but I, I don't either. You could just do the stock market. Different fun for different people, I guess. I guess. Uh, I think that's healthy. I think uh, yeah, it's for having sure healthy. having a difference of interest is a healthy thing. Something as long as you're not like for yourself. Yeah, as long as you're not like why like the Star Trek show. You know, as long as you're like well, I, with I, each I other. wouldn't have I would not have married Crystal if she wasn't also no. Trekky. Yeah. Or a yeah, trekker, or whatever one isn't the one with the neck beard. That's I don't the know. that's the deal breaker, right? Yeah, you gotta like Star Trek. 
Absolutely. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Nothing else matters. That's yeah. it. Oh, you already have a husband? I don't care. <laughs> well, get divorced then. You like Star Trek. Doesn't even matter if you get divorced. I don't care. Does he like Star Trek? We could be a triad. Yeah, Whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, he signs, Yours, Austin L., Junior Spreadsheet Officer aboard the USS. I spent three whole days farming, and all I got were these lousy 0.5% DPS increase boots. That's pretty good, though. 0.5%? Not bad. That's terrible. That is awful. <laughs> it's more, more DPS. That's all you fucking care about, Josh, is your DPS. Where's the meter? I need the parse. Where am I parsing at? I gotta hit 35k where they won't let me into veterans. (laughs) Gotta make it into the guild. (laughs) Our next email is from David S. So you know what voice is about to happen. Oh, fucking shit. It's entitled Pen Pals. You know, David S. and a few others have made it difficult for me to read emails without slipping into a southern accent of some sort. Yeah, once you get going, it's tough to slow it down. Dearest Trek boys, war is hell. Thank goodness we're no longer at war with the Dominion. <laughs> Wait. I remember way back when, before the South Gamma Quadrant rose again for the first time, oh my God. I met a fella by the name of Jim Hadar. <laughs> Jim was a personable crocodile-looking fella who me and the missus met past the wormhole on the Gamma side. <laughs> We were on our way back home and docked at the very first Zex Pump and Dump and Burger Fuel Station in the Zex Gamma Quadrant. Pump and Dump. We we just planned on grabbing a couple theoretically improbable whoppers and then and went in walks gym. <laughs> theoretically improbable whoppers. <laughs> I figure he's some sort of big shot because everyone else gets jumpier in a than a spit on a hot skillet. <laughs> He orders a tin piece with some sort of white sauce and suddenly spots us at a table with weird swivel chairs. I tell you, he looked happier than a hound dog with two tails and marched right up to our table. Turns out, he ain't never met no humans from across the hole before. Across the hole. So he introduces himself, and he says he's on his way to meet some Alpha Quadrant diplomats that can't help but be nervous. After we said our names, he didn't wait to start asking all about what we were like back home. We tell him about the Ferengi and how much they love Latinum, about the Klingon, how they get hornier in a desert toad about them bat lathes. <laughs> it might have been the white sauce talking, but I think I heard him whisper fuck yeah under his breath when he was talking about them Klingons. Oh, he's, yeah, he's horny for that. Anyway, he was curious if we also had space Nazis, and I told him about the Cardassians and our treaty with them, though he seemed less than impressed. We exchanged subspace signatures and refilled our sluggos for heading back out. (laughs) All through the war, Jim and I kept in touch. I'd send him funny cat videos every once in a while and Q conspiracy memes. Like Q, Q like. is real. Declassified mariachi audio logs from Picard himself prove it. <laughs> Declassified mariachi audio logs. God, I love this show. He'd mostly just seen clips from his war game streams, founder religious texts, verse images, and medical forms I had to fill out and send back so he could engineer the perfect weapon for me, whatever that means. (laughs) 
I come from a long line of arms bearers, so I weren't about to complain. <laughs> he lost touch by the end of the war, but I can't help but feel thankful I had some far-off connection with someone. That's so sweet. Y'all ever had a pen pal or a long-distance friend? I have plenty, because I pay at least $1 a month <laughs> at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast and hop on that there Discord. Meet some of the real people behind the names you keep hearing at the end of emails. Also, extra content from J&J. <laughs> you mean host and laughing guy. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm being called for supper. Good to see y'all boys. Signed, David S. I never I, had a pen pal. I think we did in fourth grade, but like that was like a school mandated, 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 mandated pen pal. Yeah, like Australia. I, I think that happened to me too, and no one wrote back to any yeah, of us. Yeah, it, like it, it just <laughs> becomes like a like you're not really into it, right? Like, oh shit, I need to stop laughing. I'm I'm, I'm moving in on your fucking territory. Oh, yeah, it's my it's my territory. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I gotta do something on this podcast, right? Oh no. <laughs> The shoe's on the other foot now. <laughs> Did you have one? I, I never had a pen pal. No, that was it. I had yeah. to do it. I think it was third or fourth grade. Like, I had to do... We had to write letters to people yeah. in China, I think. I think mine was Australia. No, it was England. Because I was... I, like, some kids were upset it wasn't anywhere more exotic, quote-unquote. Well, they have to be able to, like, read <laughs> what you're yeah. writing, right? Like... It was England, and no one wrote back to any of us. Yeah. Like, yeah. Their school was like, this is a stupid assignment. We're not making you do it. Don't talk to the Americans. That's what they said. Yeah, which is a good plan for anybody. Turned out to be Worldwide, accurate. honestly. Yeah. Uh, thanks for that email, David S. You ever notice that your southern accent keeps changing every email you send? I never your... noticed it. They all sound the same to me. Wow. I all those Ferengi it. look the same to me. That's what Cisco <laughs> said. <laughs> We're gonna have to do something with Jork and Junt. Jork and Junt. Uh, our next email is from Spivzy. Woo! It's entitled "Myths and Legends." Okay. Good afternoon, Track Boys. It's evening. Yeah, it's like five. <laughs> We're running late today. Yeah. I'm very hungry. Uh, me too. <laughs> How's it going? Good. Yeah, uh, sure. That's good. If you said it's good. I just agree with you. I've been getting into folklore and legends lately. Hell yeah. I got the audio bork, bork. I got the audio book of Neil Gaiman's Norse mythology, which was super good. Yeah, I read that uh, last year. It's, That's dope. it's a really fucking good book. Um, and it got me super into reading all this stuff about local ghosts and monsters, old folk tales and stuff like that. Yeah. That's good shit. So I was wondering, what are some of your favorite myths, legends, or examples of folklore? I've always liked ones about dangerous waters, monster squids, and malevolent spirits like Kelpies and that sort of thing. But my favorite one I've read recently is from near where I live, The Beast of Barmston, a.k.a. <laughs> Old Stinker, an eight-foot-tall werewolf that's been sighted a few times. Oh, I love dogman stories, dude. I've, I've not had any altercations with Old Stinker yet, which is lucky for me. For now, I'll keep off the moors and stick to the roads. I love dogman stories. They're fucking great. Dogman is a, is a good one. Black um, Shuck is pretty cool. It's just like people see black, like a black dog, like a oh, ghost yeah, dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen a black dog I, once. I really love 
I love the classics. Like I'm, I, everybody knows I fucking love. Them. I'm wearing a Mothman T-shirt right yeah, now. Yeah, Mothman's great. I fucking love the Mothman. He moved just, to Chicago. Have you heard about Mothman in Chicago? I think you've asked me this before, and no. He's, dude. People are seeing Mothman everywhere in Illinois. It's Look, crazy. People in Illinois can suck my West Virginian ass dick. That's Maybe our guy. Just, Get like, your own. <laughs> Get your fucking own. I don't know. Only saves our bridges. <laughs> or destroys them. Depending on how you look yeah, at it. <laughs> whatever day of the week it is. Either he saved the silver bridge or he's the one who blew it up. Yeah. One or the other. Yeah. Uh, there's a really cool one from, I guess it's from England. Uh, it's like, it's called Who Put Bella in the Witch Tree? Oh, I know that one. Yeah. Like they found this woman inside of a tree. And like yeah. they eventually figure out who she is, but nobody knows what the fuck happened. It's really creepy. That is really creepy. Um, there's a couple like England. England's full of this stuff, right? Like they are full of uh, yeah, England and New England. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years or yeah. this shit. There's one in New Hampshire. Uh, I forget her name, but a college student like just abandons her car on the side of the road in the in, like the eighties. And like really? they have no idea where she went, and it's like a really like like classic oh, I know like, that New England spooky story, right? Was that uh, was that on like the old uh, Unsolved Mysteries? Probably, probably was. But people still talk about it. It's still like a still like a really creepy New England story. One of the things I always really get into when I move to a new place, since I've done it like three times now, yeah, is getting into the like cryptid of that area, yeah. Like I didn't know Maryland had cryptids, but oh, it has like a has. goat man that uh, everybody goat knows. Man? You guys got goat man? But uh, Maryland, the area we live in, like a little bit above it anyway, um, the Frederick County Beast, <laughs> which is also called the Snallygaster, <laughs> which was like a chimera. Oh, it's right. like a bird reptile chimera. Yeah, the Jersey is Devil dope. is cool. Jersey like, Devil's cool. Jersey What's, Devil's weird. What is the name of the Smiling Man? Oh, Hat Man? Talk about Hat Man? No, I'm not talking about Hat Man. I'm talking about... He's like a... Fucking... Like a uh, Slender Man. No. Smiling FBI Agent Man. Is he an FBI agent? Oh, what? Wait, 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 wait. I know how to get to this. The Mothman Adventure Zone. <laughs> oh, my God. Indrid Cold. Oh, Okay. Indrid Cold is like uh, he's he's like this human person yeah. who um, like or humanoid person who shows up when unexplained phenomena happen yeah and speaks to you about it but he smiles in this extremely yeah. long exaggerated horrific way yeah I've heard of this yes yes I and love he appears this shit. he appears constantly dude that's so weird. Another cool story, uh, if you're into Bigfoots, oh, is I there's, do love a Bigfoot. There's a story from like the 30s of this guy who claims to have like been captured by Bigfoots in Canada. The love slave of Bigfoots. He he like escapes by like making the Bigfoot family eat snuff and that gets them sick or something. I forget the guy's name, but look it up. Look up like Canada uh, man. How do you get a Bigfoot family to eat anything? Here, try it. Try. I mean, they're it. not stupid. They're like num nums. Apparently, they're like really smart. I don't. 
necessarily believe it's a full on foot. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. <laughs> num num. Nom yeah. Nom noms. Yep. Toka and Razor. That's my favorite cryptid. Toka and Razor are the best cryptids. <laughs> Bucks County doesn't have a lot of cryptids that I know of, but we are a hot spot for UFOs. I know that. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I know at least one nut job who lives there, so... They're real jobs. <laughs> I lived on a... I lived on a, a... A hollow. Yes. Called Hughes Creek. And we had a... Um, there was spo- supposedly a panther that escaped from the zoo. Yeah. That lived, like, way up in the hills... And you would hear it screaming, and it sounded like a, like a screaming woman. Yeah, because the they distance. sound like that. Yeah. And uh, I went camping and heard that one night. Yeah. Uh, so I I don't believe it because the, the theory has been around for like forty years, and they don't live that long. So. <laughs> yeah, is it, dude? Is there some actually? S- no, it's been around since the fifties. So there's no chance it's still alive. Maybe you found a lady panther. Another panther escaped from the zoo, and it was a lady panther. <laughs> escaped and they from had babies, zoo. and I and one of the babies came out of the lady panther, and I saw the baby, and the baby waved at me. The baby looked at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sarah, get me my pants. <laughs> no, Sarah, get me Principal Skinner. Thank I'm, you, Sarah. Uh, I love cryptids, though. I think that's really fun. Yeah, cryptids are great. It's I think super fun. The thing that I really like about cryptids is that most people who are into cryptids don't actually believe they're real in any real, like, sort of tangible that's way. That's what's they're... fun about them, because you can go yeah. back and forth from, like, being like, oh, I totally believe this, to, like, what? <laughs> like, no way, right? It's, most everybody who thinks a cryptid might be real is, like, very, like, eh, could be. Yeah, maybe. Like, but, like... <laughs> There are, there are like, I, I just love the spooky stories. I love, like, spooky ghost stories and, like, creepy Absolutely. stuff. My favorite shit. I was too spooked out earlier when Metroid Mike saw that fucking meth ghost. Oh, uh, I was three spooked out. I was four spooked out. I was seven days a week spooked out. I was ten spooked out. That's as far as it goes. I can't go it higher. It does not go any higher than that. <laughs> Speaking of 10, he signs the email with yours wondering if there's an alien in Star Trek who looks like a werewolf like there was in Ben 10 and since Spivzy of the USS Harry Boy. Yo, for real though, I love Ben 10. I like Ben 10 lo- is great. I like low-key love Ben 10. Ben 10 is great. I never watched a ton of it, but I really liked what I watched. It's a really cool concept, right? Like It is. It's a su- it's like a Dial H for Hero, that yeah. old DC comic, but it's like modernized. Yeah. It's cool. I'm really surprised DC did not sue them. I wonder who wrote... I don't even know anything about who wrote it or what. I don't know. There have been five different Ben 10 series at this point. Yeah, Nick's kid is into Ben 10. And I yeah. and I was talking to him about it one day, and I was like, I was like, does Ben like still turn into the guy with the forearms? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? Like, they rebooted it, like... While I was still watching it, like it was yeah. st- like they ended one season and just the next, they just started a new show where they had different designs and were older. Yeah, well, he got he got older, right? And like mm-hmm. they got to a point where like Gwen was like dating the kid, Kevin, uh, Kevin Eleven, Kevin, Kevin Eleven. Yeah, 
And that was cool. I like that. Because yeah. that was more like Scooby Dooey, right? Like it was kind of like. It had a really great art style to it. I liked yeah. it. Uh, it had a very like Gendy Tartakovsky, like yeah. angular art style. And it had like a Scooby Doo kind of color palette to all yeah. the background stuff. I remember when uh, they first started remaking the Dodge Challengers and they, they were giving away a Ben or Kevin Eleven green Dodge Challenger. Kevin on Eleven? Cartoon Network. Yeah, his car. They're giving away a, his oh, car. Okay. And I was like, "What child is going to own a challenger? I get my like challenger? That's like a 500 horsepower car. You're going to kill yourself." <laughs> I'm 12 years old and I own a challenger. <laughs> like that's going to be your first car. You're dead. You're going to die. That's true. <laughs> uh, Mothman is the best cryptid. <laughs> I'm not going to debate that. Mothman is the best Mothman. cryptid because even the people who say they saw him don't know what his deal was or what he did. <laughs> like everybody else is like, Bigfoot wanders the woods because he's an animal. But we're like, like in West Virginia, they're like, well, he made a phone call. <laughs> like, so he has to be like a person, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's <laughs> And I always picture... Um, Arthur from the Tick. When I think of the Mothman, <laughs> yeah, like a like a cartoon, uh, like a cartoon Mothman. Like it's just a, a chubby guy in a white outfit that's supposed yeah. to look like a moth. I always picture like a bat, sort of like the the man bat from Batman, well, but ever, a moth's ever, face. Ever since I went to Point Pleasant for the Mothman Festival and saw the statue. Yeah, I picture a tiny buff man with moth wings and a moth head. Isn't there a documentary about that? Yeah, I believe. I think I've seen that. I I love the Mothman. <laughs> I'm wearing a T-shirt that has like a seven, like a '60s kind of Marvel Comics mm-hmm. title shot that says Mothman across the bottom and has him in shadow. Damn, that's rad. It's rad as fuck. Um. Our next email is from uh, Captain Jakub. Okay. Uh, who better be paying us $50 for that fucking title, is all I'm right. saying. <laughs> right? It's, a, it, it's uh, entitled Captain. There's a strange reading from that starbase. Uh-oh. Ignore it, Ensign. But it looks like a distress. Just ignore it. We don't go to M-Class Starbase. In the Lower Decks episode Moist Vessel, two Starfleet ships, the USS Cerritos and the USS Merced, are tasked with towing an ancient generation ship. The mission goes awry when Captain Durango of the Merced tries to one-up the crew of the Cerritos. Uh Uh-huh. What captain and vessel team-up would you like to see? (laughs) Cisco and Picard would obviously not get along personally, but I think the Enterprise and the Defiant would do well on a joint mission. O'Brien and Worf served on both, after all. I think Kirk and Janeway would actually get along well. They're both headstrong when it comes to interstellar relations, although I could definitely see Kirk being upset at how the crew of Voyager behaves. No, Kirk would love Janeway, and he would would be like, oh my god, it's like me. But a woman. I love this. <laughs> yeah, Kirk and Janeway would get along for sure. Yeah, I don't think Kirk well. would have a problem with the way the no, Voyager no. crew behaves because everyone who's not named on his Enterprise is a moron. Like a yeah. bumbling idiot. So Yeah, they're all like that on his ship, right? Yeah, those and, uh, in glass quarters don't throw stones. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's a good shirt. Shirt it. Shirt it. Um, I would love to see Picard in charge of Deep Space Nine and him just be like, 
what the hell is going on here? <laughs> dad's home. Other yeah, dad's like, home. Why do you let this space slug own a bar? Like, he would just be so over it, right? It would be so different from everything else he'd ever done. Him and Odo would love each other. They would, like, love each other. I think they would get along for sure. Like, Odo would finally be like, finally, somebody I can talk to. He would be like, this is what Starfleet is, right? Like, he'd be like, okay, I'm into this. (laughs) I'd love uh, Riker and Kira to actually team up. Because they were for sure going to fuck when Tom Riker was pretending to be him. I'm trying to watch that. <laughs> I'm trying to see that with my peepers. I'm trying to watch that video cassette that I found in my dad's shelves when I was eight. <laughs> um, this isn't a Miami Vice episode. I would love Archer to get thrown through time and future? space to the fucking like far-flung future from the end of TNG. Yeah. And just that not would know rad. how anything works. <laughs> it would be really cool to see that and have him be like and the, and they're like like he's like Zeph from Cochran, right? They're like, Oh my god, it's it's President Archer because yeah. he's like the president, right? Like And he's like, What that would be radical, dude? <laughs> he's still a captain, so he's like, What? Yeah, he's like, What do you like, oh, nothing, nothing, like, nothing, 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 President Archer, can I get your autograph? Why does everyone keep calling me that? <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> I would like to see Porthos get sent through time to meet Spot and go on Star Trek Pet Adventures. It's like Milo and Otis, but with them? Yes. Milo and Otis makes me so sad. It wouldn't end the same way. (laughs) Yeah, I can't even talk about that. Um, (laughs) Does anybody else have a pet in Star Trek? Uh, I don't think so. Not that I know of. Well, you, everybody else sucks. Yeah. Where's all the pets? Having a pet completes your life, goddammit. It gives you purpose. They love unconditionally. It's true. Humans always love conditionally. Like, you have to love Star Trek or I won't marry you. Exactly. Which <laughs> is totally reasonable because our brains are bigger. It's true. If you love Star Trek, your brain is twice the size of a normal brain. Yeah. Look Unless it up. you're also racist, in which case your brain is half the size of a normal brain. I don't know how that works, but I don't either. I don't know how the fuck you watch this show and come out the other side racist. I don't know either. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Anyway, that's <laughs> it for the emails. That's all we got. Thank you, everybody, for writing in. Those were great. Hopefully, we answered all your fun emails correctly, and we get a gold star for the day. Thank God. If you'd like to shoot us an email, you can shoot it on over to mclassemail at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at mclasspodcast. And you know what would be even better than that? I do. I know what. What? Patreon. No. You should head on over to uh, Bits, Chips, and Flipped Scripts, a podcast that has everything you've been looking for in a podcast, no matter what it is. Man, that lady was right. I do not contribute to this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm infringing. I'm infringing. Um, 
Bitch Chips and Flip Scripts is hosted by Bam and Cam, two great friends of mine. It's a podcast where they sit down and they change one aspect of gameplay or narrative in a famous video game that you love and speculate on how it affects the game. It's a podcast that isn't just for gamers. It's for everybody. Game devs, game players, game enjoyers. Podcast enjoyers. Podcast enjoyers. Doesn't end at games. It's all full spectrum entertainment. Yeah, and I hear you. I hear you saying, but Jeff, this sounds like it could get real technical, but it doesn't. It's silly, lighthearted. Doesn't take itself too seriously. It has the kind of vibe that M Class does. It's jokes on jokes on real content that you're really gonna love. Some examples of the kind of thing they do, the little changeroos. They th- they think, what if instead of being a father, Kratos was a mother? Awesome. What if Phoenix Wright failed his first case and got fired as a lawyer and the whole game becomes about getting your <laughs> lawyer's license back? <laughs> Retaking the bar. What if instead of hip-hop, Toe Jam and Earl were really into ska? That one's great. I love that one. And I was on the show, so you're really fucking missing out if you don't listen to the Super Mario Sunshine episode because Hell yeah. I had an incredible time. It turned into some amazing podcasting, and it really brought me, Bam, and Cam closer together as a triad, a thruple, if you will. <laughs> That's shared it. So head on over to at BC and FS or find Bitch Chips and Flip Scripts on any email service email service, any podcast service. They know what you mean. That you find your podcast on normally, it'll be worth your while. That's Bits, Chips, and Flipped Scripts, the butterfly effect in gaming. (laughs) Which is such a fucking good tagline. It is. I'm jealous of that one. And uh, after you've become a follower of theirs on Twitter and a fan of theirs podcast, you should definitely... Uh, make like both Bam and Cam do already and head on over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast where for as little as a $1 a month you get access to behind the scenes content, wallpapers, posts, podcasts for more money. You put down more money, you get three new podcasts that we do sporadically from time to time. You get commentary tracks on movies. Amazing. If you're a $50 contributor, I'll make a La- me laughing ringtone. <laughs> you can you can put it on your phone. Uh, and at the at the commander and uh, captain levels, you do get automatic entry into a, a t shirt giveaway every month. So give me that uh, shit. Th- that's going to be starting soon. I I'm not going to say it started already to give myself plenty of time to get it done. Yeah, give yourself a buffer, <laughs> a butt for. But, yeah, but <laughs> thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate you. Thank you, Josh, for laughing. We appreciate hey, no you. problem. That's why I'm here. Uh, this is Host Guy signing off. Bye, bye, laughing boy. Bye. <laughs> it's been a long week since the last email. It's been a long time. Since that last rich master's tale Pitch it or ditch it's from Boston John 
I need to catch my fix Of Jeff's table reads in a silly voice And Josh talking about dicks On M class email I swear there's never a pass in M class email it's always been singular, that's M-Class email. Don't you settle for nothing less than it's back without fail. It's M-Class. It's M-Class. M-Class email.